Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerd Smash Talk Cast. I am one of your hosts, L.T. Thornton, and I am joined, of course, by the world's greatest, most immaculate co-host, Mr. Steve Woods. What's up, Steve? (laughs) What is (laughs) up, man? Missed you last week, bro. Yeah, yeah, we had to uh, take a little, a little time off there because uh, of some scheduling conflicts. Yeah, traveling from work. Now I usually can record, but uh, my work had bigger plans for me last week in Raleigh, North Carolina. Man, you just give out what location? You hey, come see me. To. Come see me. <laughs> You say that now. Right. You say that until, until they pull up. Yeah. Hey, I heard about your friend of podcast. No. Uh, Look away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me give you guys a little bit of information about us. Our mission here on the TalkCast is to bring you the latest in nerd entertainment. Whether that involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, whatever, we will cover it because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is. Correct, sir. Oh, Steve, we have a massive, massive job of catching up that we have to do. Goodness. Well, let me tell you guys a little bit about what we are talking about on this episode, and we're going to dive right in as quickly as we can but on this episode we're going to talk about the fact that sony has completed their purchase of crunchyroll and what that might mean for the streaming wars uh we've also i've got some long overdue thoughts about this whole scarlett johansson versus disney thing yeah we're we're gonna I have can't to, wait to hear we're gonna have to dive into that i think yeah. that's huge uh, we're going to give you guys a heads up on some of the TV shows and movies that start this week. So we'll give you guys uh, the lowdown on what's coming. Uh, we've also got non-spoiler reviews of Transformers War for Cybertron Kingdom and The Suicide Squad, which, you know, I guess it's not Suicide Squad 2, it's The yeah. Suicide Squad. Correct. Yeah. It's not a reboot, nope. but or it's not a sequel, but it is. It is. <laughs> but uh, uh, before we get into all of that, we gotta we gotta bring back our our fun little segment. What's hot in the streets? And LT, what is hot? I why haven't we even discussed this in private yet? I uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of been lurking in the background it of has. like nerd culture. It's just been like. On the fringes, but I feel like everybody is anticipating this Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Tell them why you're mad, son. I'm not mad. I'm actually I I actually am sad and I feel bad, which I wasn't trying to rhyme there, but I tell them why you sad and bad, son. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The internet has fully got control of this. Spider-Man movie at this point, right? Yeah. They've cast it. They've uh, made major plot points. 
They've uh, added major character introductions. There is absolutely no way that this movie or this trailer even is going to live up to what the internet has done for it. I saw a trailer a couple of days ago that was a fan-made trailer. Looked convincing as hell. Um, And really, they just spliced in clips from other Spider-Man movies mm-hmm. and uh, the Daredevil TV show. And they just put in like some CGI, like CGI Doctor Strange portals, or they updated some outfits, or whatever. And then they they were really smart how they did it. Because then they filmed it like it was, they were watching it on a screen. Like they were somebody that was bootlegging the trailer. Which allowed them to further hide some of the yes. imperfections of the CGI. Because it was grainy. It was it was grainy. Yeah. It was pixelated. Right. It looked bootlegged. Uh, it was same. Very Saw well it. done. Yeah. And if it was real, it would be a crazy exciting trailer. The problem is, is it's not. And none of these trailers or clips or movie posters or castings are real or have been announced. And I think Sony and Marvel is in a really rough spot because they have to sell this movie. And if this trailer, if the first trailer comes out and it's massively disappointing because it doesn't live up to what the fans have already put it up to in their head, mind you, they have not announced anything about Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Mm -hmm. They have not announced anything about additional Spider-Man being in the movie. Yes, they've uh, announced, you know, like, Willem Dafoe and, um, oh, shoot. I'm blanking on Dr. Octopus. Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx. Yes, they've announced those people. But, like, from the set photos, other than a new, like, costume or whatever, from, like, the toys in the set photos, we've seen the same high school stuff. I just don't want to put those expectations on this movie. I don't think it's Mm. fair. Mm. Well, you know how you could avoid that? Releasing the trailer? Releasing the trailer. Yeah. it's. But imagine what their marketing is going through right now. Yeah. Because if that's not what the movie is, Ugh. if it's literally just Spider-Man and Doctor Strange are teaming up to fight some Doctor Strange villain or something. Ugh. Or... That's terrible. Or... Well, okay, what if the movie's this, all right? I'm just going to put a prediction out there. The multiverse is a thing now. Somehow, Spider-Man's villains across the multiverse, without the other Spider-Man being in it, Spider-Man's villains from the multiverse are somehow leaking into our universe, and it's up to Spider-Man and Doctor Strange to stop his villains. That, that's I'm good with that. I'm also good with that, but a the internet will not be good with that. No, they won't. Not unless they're Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield need to show up in this trailer, and presumably the internet also demands Charlie Cox. Yeah, that has to happen and, now too. <laughs> and the redhead from uh, from that show in True Blood, whatever her name is, Deborah Ann Wool. Is that or her name? Karen Page. Karen Page. Yeah. 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 She's got to be the there. actress. Yeah. The actress was Deborah Ann Wool. Yeah. They like it's already like, a done deal. And if not, they're just gonna, you know, berate it 
until it does a Sonic. Right. Or I just, doesn't. <laughs> I don't know what to do because remember the world is also like the cliffhanger from the last Spider-Man movie is the world is also still processing that Peter's identity Peter Parker, in right. public. Yeah. That's that doesn't mesh well with a multiversal movie, you know. No. I But what I mean, does is J. Jonah Jameson. Sure. 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 Right? Yes. I mean but we'll we'll see. We'll see. I just they're not in a good this spot. trailer comes out. They're it, it, it's Honestly, I think it's one of those things. It's built up to the point where I don't think no matter what they do, they it could have all of these elements in it that the internet has described, but it's still built up to a point. It will never achieve the satisfaction of the internet that it is. Does anything ever? Uh, it does when it's able to surprise you. Yeah, but I don't think this movie is going to be able to surprise us. Mm-hmm. That that's just my first thought. I'm happy to be wrong about that. I really am. I just, I I don't think it's going to be what people think it's going to be. I mean, if honestly, honestly, if we're, if we're being completely honest here, I mean, is this the best Spider-Man we've got? And I I just... Uh, That's see, a debatable unpopular, point. Unpopular. I get it. It's, but still. It's unpopular, but it's a debatable point. Yeah. I, I think you're... And to pull off what people want this thing to do, I just don't know that that is that Spider-Man. Gonna be tough. It is. It is. We'll see, though. Time will tell. We will. I was hoping we would have got that trailer last week, just to kind of crap on the Suicide Squad, but I don't... (laughs) Again, and I think the reason we haven't is particularly because the marketing team is like, what do we do? (laughs) Yeah. So, that is my theory on that. That's hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's go ahead and get into our next couple of stories here. Uh, So, guys, we are going to try out a new format here with our reviews. And for a while, we're going to try to stay away from spoiler reviews. We're going to stick to non-spoiler reviews moving forward. Mm -hmm. Now, if you disagree with this, if you like the really in-depth conversations, please let us know. Reach out to us. We may find a way to bring them back or bring them back in another format. But for now, I think we're going to stay away from the the spoiler-filled kind of lengthy reviews. And we're going to kind of go to a little more breezy uh, review format so we can just kind of keep the pace of things going. But Because um, you all know we'd be running about a half hour over when we do those reviews. Sometimes, yeah. We, <laughs> sometimes 45 minutes. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So let's talk about the first thing. And that is something that everybody watched and everybody is clearly talking about. One of the main reasons people turned on this episode to listen to us this week. They want to hear us review Transformers War for Cybertron Kingdom. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. this off with you what did you think non-spoiler sure sure i mean i you kind of have to look at it as a whole now that all three uh chapters are out right yeah uh was this set up as a trilogy of chapters or are there more uh well to be determined right i mean they kind of set up thing i mean transformers never really stops right i mean there's always something out there (laughs) 
So based on the success of this, I would assume that they may they have the option to bring that back, and I would like to see that. Um, a couple of things trilogy that, is like right in the title. Yeah, it says Transformers yeah. War for Cybertron trilogy. It's the the War for Cybertron trilogy. So there could be like oh. a Transformers Unicron I saw how trilogy. You found your way around that. Yeah, I saw that. yeah. Okay. So I don't know. All right. I don't know. Sorry, I was interrupting your point. No, not at all. Not at all. So it was, it's a lot of fun, right? We got to see some of the characters in these uh, in this series that have different personalities that we've seen. Some uh, a little darker, some a little more compassionate. I think we kind of discussed that uh, in the past with uh, with likes of Megatron and how Optimus Prime is kind of Optimus Prime. He does this thing, right? Here's yeah. here's where I found some fault. I don't like Skylinks. I think that that <laughs> I think that, that you're that, still on the that, one that, episode that, Skylinks was in <laughs> because it, it slowed things down so much <laughs> and did not fit. Right, and I didn't notice it until this last chapter. But I don't like Optimus Prime's voice actor at all. There were dramatic pauses in his okay. acting that I just felt like didn't need to be there. Like it was, okay. it was painful towards the end. Okay, just really weird. I, just really weird. I, now that's completely nitpicking it, right? That's just me looking for something bad because not necessarily. Oh, okay. We'll get to me. We'll okay, to me. <laughs> okay. Um. All in all, though, I really like what they did with a lot of the characters. You saw some of the things coming. And if you've paid attention to Transformers in the past, some of those things happened in Kingdom in a really yeah. cool way. So I definitely uh, recommend seeing it. I can't give this a perfect just because Optimus Prime's voice actor really took me out of this last okay. chapter. So okay. it's it's a good for me. It is a demolition, man. But I, okay. you know, I... I loved it just the same. I've watched the first two chapters multiple times now, and I'm sure I'll do that with Kingdom as well. Because I mean, man, some of the things that they did with the uh, the beasts, very cool, yeah. very cool, very cool storyline there too. Kind of really timely as as far as what's going on with entertainment and stories now. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Spoiler free, yeah. but you have to check it out. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So it, I think it's funny that you mentioned the voice acting because I had similar issues, but not with Optimus Prime. I thought he was fine. I see the where, what you're saying. He had bits where it was like, uh, you know, it, it was a little, it was a little touch and go in some spots. But overall, you know, I thought he was a fine Optimus Prime, especially for like the big kind of more boastful dramatic scenes that he had. Mm -hmm. I thought he did a fine job for me. And I've always told you, like I'm a bigger beast Wars guy because beast yeah. Wars was the, uh, the hot fire when, when I was coming up mm -hmm. and uh, you're more the G one guy. Um, beast Wars voice acting is iconic. If you've ever watched beast Wars, you know those voices, mm -hmm. and you know that uh, they're just. I, I thought this this show was going to have a really hard time 
replicating how dynamic the Beast Wars voice actors were. Because if you think about it, Rat Trap. Yeah. Huh, we're all gonna die. Like, uh, like the way he said that. Megatron. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, very dramatic. Optimus Primal. Um, he sounded like Optimus Prime, but he had more... I felt like he always had more emotions mm-hmm. than Optimus Prime. Uh, Dinobot. His Dinobot. raspy kind of... Yeah. Um... It, they in some cases that the voices for this show didn't even try. Yeah, you're right. Especially with like Megatron, like Megatron's voice actor was like, I, when I heard them doing that voice, and I think he said he did the whole yes thing like once or twice, and I was like. You don't understand. Beast Wars Megatron said that after every sentence. <laughs> literally his thing. And, spoiler free, they kind of played your boy. They played him so hard! <laughs> they kind of played your boy. I won't get into why, but... Yeah, yeah. I did not like how they they punked out uh, the main antagonist of the series that I watched growing up. <laughs> Y'all can watch this show. I knew it, man. Y'all can watch the show and disagree. I was like, people gonna have some feelings about this. (laughs) But I also understood what they were doing because that Megatron is too much of an alpha to be subservient to this Megatron. Oh, too much. Too much. If you put that Megatron and this Megatron in a room together, sparks. Sparks. Yeah. So, um, overall, uh, as a Beast Wars fan, uh, they hit a lot of familiar elements that were in the Beast Wars series. Um, they did. You get they see, did some cool you, stuff. Yeah. You get to see Beast Wars characters fighting G1 characters, which, if you're a Beast Wars fan, that doesn't make sense because they're like <laughs> a fourth of the G1 Transformer yeah. size in the Beast Wars series, but whatever. Trust um, me. Just, try, just go yeah. with it. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they sized them up so that they could fight more realistically uh, was odd. I also, and I don't think this is a spoiler, uh, I think it's just preparing you. No Waspinator. Yeah. Where was Waspinator? Uh, I, they missed an opportunity. I'll just say that because there's a spot there I would love to talk about that would be perfect, <laughs> but I I don't I, we can't we can't do all that. You know just, we can't do all there was a, there's a, there's some other stuff too that they could have there done is, there. There is there's some notably missing transformers. Yeah, and then there was two there was two transformers on the maximal side that were in. Literally a handful of episodes, and they had a lot to do in this series. I was like, oh. Yes. Well. <laughs> some got elevated and some weren't even mentioned, which was exactly. a weird thing. It but weird. to my point, I, I think that we can get more in this yes. style, in that that Netflix anime style. So yeah. hopefully we'll be able to see some of those. Those last two episodes of Kingdom... 
were incredible. They were. <laughs> they were. Especially and I want to talk of... about their couple things there, but oh. you just have to watch it. And if you're at all a fan of either of those generations, trust me, it's yeah. so good and so well done. So yeah. I mean, some su- huge surprises there. Some really cool things that they just were able to do in the side of the sandbox with these characters. And yeah. the storyline helped them along. Yeah. And I was super excited to see a character I've never gotten to see or knew anything about before. So who Skylinks? I was just like, bro, you gotta <laughs> let go of your hate towards Skylinks. What he was the dumbest part of episode. all three se- of all three chapters? What was the dumbest part? The dumbest part, honestly, I hate the Quintessens. Oh, okay. Well, that's I hate anything that's valid. to do with the Quintessens. That's no, the quintessence. Anytime the quintessence are introduced, it's so boring. I don't want to see Transformers fighting heads. Yeah. I want to see Transformers fighting Transformers. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's. <laughs> you know what? You said no Waspinator, but the whole time I'm thinking no Grimlock? I, well, Grimlock wasn't in Beast Wars. I get, well. But he was on the arc, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. So, well, no, know. he was created. He was created. Excuse me. He oh, was created. Well, well, I'm just saying they had a lot of opportunity to do a lot of things, and then they could have done those things, but they chose other things. You'd have pissed off Transformers fandom if you tried to shoehorn. Yeah, you maybe you're off. right. They they may deserve their own chapter almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe they're time displaced or something, and they'll just pop in somewhere. They really stayed away from a lot of the combiner robots. Well, that's another thing. Like I, before talking to my friend about it, I really kind of thought that's where these next series may go if they chose to do that. Oh, it was like I a combiner wars, a power of the primes, those kind of things, and then finally, yeah. like a, a Unicron series. But yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, but I. I they didn't even touch on things like Devastator that were, you know, that flew from Cybertron yeah. to Earth, you know. So it's just, yeah. just, just weird liberties that they kind of took out or added in. Like but the one big in... thing from the end. Like that was like, yeah, I was, was like, like, well, that could have been something else there. There Instead was a lot of, of big things. In there the was, end. there was, but there was, there's just a lot of cool stuff in it. Super, super. Cool Love stuff. the story. Love the story. Yeah. Very cool. All right, so that was our what do you non-spoiler give it? review of Transformers. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'll go Demolition Man too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I enjoyed the series overall, and I, you know, the Beast Wars voices. I wanted to give it so much more, but those voices were hard to overcome. Also, they kind of redid a scene that was blasphemy in Beast Wars fandom i feel like mm. i think you know what i'm talking about i do but it had to be done no i don't think it did <laughs> I did. <laughs> just because you cried real tears <laughs> <laughs> listen hey i'm just saying got close I, i'm just got saying close. because of the storyline and how it all played out that okay. had to happen okay well uh the two transformers that i had mentioned before 
uh, didn't end up becoming what they were supposed to become. No, so they didn't. Let's talk about what's changing what. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Obviously, he's upset. We'll just move on. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's some right, there's some trauma there. There's a little bit of trauma. Well, I, I don't know why uh, some characters couldn't stick around, but whatever. I'm just I'm just crazy. <laughs> <sighs> He is, if you can see his face, he's literally hurt. <laughs> Y'all don't understand what Beast Wars meant to me. I've seen yeah. every episode of that show twice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's uh let's go ahead and get into our next non-spoiler review while Steven's over here having a good conversation. Oh man. So our next non-spoiler review is for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Now, Steve, uh, I know we originally had a plan to not, or to see this in theaters. Yeah. Uh, what ha- what happened there? Uh, you down. know, <laughs> it just all it all kind of fell out because <laughs> it was so easy for it to fall away. That's what that is so my point. Like, and if any part- of those inconveniences were to happen in 2019, I just yeah. would have gone. I same here, man. It was literally like, what? For us, it was raining too hard. <laughs> right. We're right. Like, guess I'll max it because I don't want to drive in that. And it rained for like fifteen minutes. But it, <laughs> I mean, it rained a little more than that here. But it was uh, it was a hard it was a hard rain. Yeah. Like, and I'm looking at I'm looking at buying seats on the thing, and I was like, man, let me just let me just. <laughs> And I hate that because... I do, too. This was the first movie that I've had a real conflict about whether to see in the theater or to whether to see uh, at home. So It would have been a blast I, in the theater. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I cannot wait. Oh, damn it. Let's go. Okay. So, I'll start this one. All right. right. All right. So, The Suicide Squad. Um, This, I just want to say this first and foremost. Um, Hands down, far and away, better than the original Suicide Squad. Let's just get that out the way. Yeah, it's not even, okay. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. The first one is is barely a movie. Like, the first half of the movie is character introductions with text on screen. Okay? Um, This movie handled character introductions, actual conversations between characters. And text on screen. And text on screen. (laughs) The thing that movies actually do, uh, it handled them um, well. So, you know, why not? but man, I, th- I think at the end, I was just left kind of like, huh, why didn't I like that more? I literally had to sit there and like kind of start piecing it together in my head. Man, this should have been a slam dunk. I've seen mm. scores of nines, tens, perfect this, perfect that. One of DCU best. Um, And... and I don't like to consider myself a hater of like DC stuff. Yeah. I, I just, um, I feel like I, much like everybody else, I went into this movie wanting and expecting and, and being hyped for it. Um, it just fell a little bit short for me. And I think ultimately 
I think the pacing was a little messy. Um, it jumped around a little bit uh, with the timing of things. I don't know if that was a great choice for the movie. It was funny, like the way that it happened. It was entertaining the way that it happened. But at the same time, you know, we have whole bits of the movie where we're following a plot thread and then it skips to go do something else. And then we, for like 20 minutes, and then it comes back and, okay, we're back in this movie. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. Just also, wait. Yeah. I mean, uh, I have thoughts on that. That's crazy yeah. to even bring that up. Yeah. We haven't talked about uh, this. That's the we thing. We haven't talked about this even a little bit. So, um, I also think that uh, the movie definitely proves this point. Like, this is the Suicide Squad. There are consequences for being in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. And it does it early, and it does it deliberately. But then... That doesn't really happen that much more throughout the rest of the movie towards the, till the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I have thoughts on that, too. I, and I, I'm really trying to stay away from, like, you know, giving yeah. out other stuff. But I just feel like the movie tells you it's going to do one thing. Like, be careful. But then it doesn't necessarily... Mm-hmm deliver on that and then there's some characters that you can straight up be like that person is invincible that person can leap into a volcano and i'm 100 percent positive they will be alive for how? the next movie how <laughs> how impossible <laughs> so yes uh the, one last point okay. and uh i it's just the only only other thing that kind of left me in, empty and I'm just going to say um, the ending and and how the ending happened because of what it was and how it was dispatched mm. felt like it undercut the threat that I know that oh, to be. The gravity the of books. it. The gra- when that plot point shows up in comic books it is a global it is an intergalactic threat and it was dispatched in a way not a third world city threat (laughs) by i i can't even get into it without spoiling it it's just there was there was a disconnect for that for me and maybe that's just because of my comic book kind of knowledge and, and and love for things that feels like maybe not how a certain thing would be resolved um or or it's too yeah. big of a threat for something like that to resolve it yeah like if if this thing in the comics gives superman legitimate problems <laughs> i don't know if <laughs> You know, Superman is Superman. Superman once held a black hole in his hand, okay? That's a ridiculous statement. But, you know, the ending of this movie just seems kind of weird. Yeah. But uh, I loved Idris Elba as Bloodsport. John Cena was John Cena uh, as as Peacemaker. At this point, I was looking for him to do something different a little bit in this movie. And uh, I will say that he he sort of did. 
and, and this is also coming from someone that has not seen his villain turn in Fast Nine. But <laughs> there's just uh, I don't know. I wanted something more, and to me, John Cena kind of plays more of that kind of frat boy type. Yeah, I, I it's it's hard to put the finger on the character, but he, he's kind of fratty, and then when he goes into like more of a serious turn, it just kind of seems off. I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but that's kind of it. Um, loved, um, uh, shoot. Melchior is her last name. She played rat catcher too. Yes. Fantastic. David Dasmalchi Dasmalchian as polka dot man. Literally the most disturbing thing in the movie. Chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, actually unnerved me. With how, um, how cool that whole thing was. <laughs> I'll say disturbing. The, the stuff with his mom is straight up disturbing. Yeah, it was. It was um, great. It was great. <laughs> it bothered. It sat with me on a level. I don't know why. Um, Stallone. And there's dude. so many other things. Viola Davis. Um, Stallone. Stallone. Oh my god. Uh, everything they did with King Shark is just mwah. Yeah. Uh, so for me, um, I'm hovering between Cuba Gooding Jr. and Demolition Man. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to my. I have one foot in both because so this is hand, this is an alternate universe where you've cast Cuban Gooding Jr. in the Phoenix <laughs> role. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <Jerk>. <laughs> no, it's just um, you know it's just something kind of missing there for me. So um, I th- I'll I'll stick to Demolition Man because ultimately I think I still had a good time. Yeah, and there was there was a couple of lines and a couple of interactions that I think were really fun. I just don't think it's going to be as rewatchable as I wanted it to be, and that mm. kind of bums me out because this is one of my most anticipated movies of the year, and um just fell a little short. And it's also hard to compare it against Black Widow because Black Widow exceeded my expectations, so I gave it a higher score. And I felt like the Suicide Squad fell short of my expectations, and it's getting punished for that. And I know that seems kind of not fair, but it's just where my heart is right now. So that's where i got to stick to. So, um, yeah, I think I gave Black Widow Demolition Man as well. So I, I... I think ultimately I still end up in the same place. Well, to your point, man, uh, timeline was a problem for me. <laughs> when I, now, I did watch it at home, and yeah. you know, there's more distractions at home than when you're in the theater. I watched this by myself in my office, and there were no distractions. I got lost at one point. Like, did I miss something? I literally rewound it. Like, I reversed it just to see, like, no, I didn't miss anything. Why are we here? That literally happened. And I'm like, what is this? Why? Who is this dude? Why is she with him? What is happening? Why? (laughs) I know the exact spot. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it led to some cool scenes. 
Yeah. I but, think that's where it stalled too. Yeah. That was a big stall for me. I'm like, this is pointless. And then to have to to make that pointless mm-hmm. in the plot was it was really baffling to me. I so I rewound it like, wait a second, what it wasn't pointless. Oh. It was to show why a character was where they were, but it also felt very shoehorned in. Yeah. Yeah. And we cut the when I say the plot was pointless, I mean that character could have done anything that the other character did. Yeah. I mean, it could have just happened, right? Yeah. Uh some cool scenes came out of that, but again, I don't really I don't really think that a lot of that was even necessary. If it, again, it, yeah. I felt like sometimes they'll shoot scenes like this. This would be something cool to put in a movie sometime at some point. And yeah. that I kind of felt like that with uh, Wonder Woman as well. Like there were a lot of cool scenes in there, but no real coherent story. Not that this wasn't. <laughs> it was just a lot more loose than I expected. Uh, one. One of the things that I really appreciated, though, was how much fun James Gunn had with this. With yeah. the characters, with the cast, I feel like all the right people were in the right places. Um, yeah. And for him, I do feel like it was like, let's just get a whole bunch of stuff and have some fun. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the the big things that I that I really enjoyed was James Gunn treating us like we're adults. And the amount of gore for nothing was great. I thought it was fantastic. At some points, it was a little excessive. Yes. But also, James Gunn has a background in like that trauma style filmmaking. Yes, he directed. Didn't he write or direct or assist and produce one of those trauma movies? And it shows, right? It shows. uh, I mean, one of his heroes is like the guy that directed Toxic Avengers. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's it, it was going to be gory in a way that's gross. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's talk about something that you touched on, sir, and that is plot armor. <laughs> now, it tricks you. It tricks you, right? This movie yeah. tricks you pretty bad because it, it shows you that nobody has any plot armor until it encases one character with all of the plot armor. <laughs> Literally all of it. And there's yeah. just no way. And at one point towards the end, I was like, oh, really? That's what, she, that's what, that's what it is. That's what she can do for yeah. what I, that she's not anything special like that. That's not. So it was a little weird. For that that aspect, I'll have to agree with you. You said she. Let's just yeah, let's man. Just they overdid right. Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn. bro. They, they, well, I want to say though, I want to say, um, she has in, in this movie, she has probably the best Harley Quinn fight scene I've ever seen her have in any of the movies she's been in. This movie, Birds of Prey. Mm. Uh, the first Suicide Squad. Was that that scene I was talking about where she's leaving? Yes. Yeah, that was cool. But super cool. Yeah. It just, but you know, then you go back to what the movie is doing, and even the movie was like, oh, <laughs> he 
it kind of hit a brick wall, didn't it? It really did. And that was kind of a yeah. funny thing, though. It was almost like self-recognizing. It, the movie wrote it, it. He wrote himself into a corner, and then he just acknowledged it. Yeah, going, which is which is great. I appreciate that. Yeah, but it doesn't help the pacing and the overall kind of. <laughs> he really did, and then the they movie. just kind of acknowledged it, like, mm, okay, all right. Yeah. Because the movie was moving at that point. Yeah, like it was going, and then it stops, and then it picks up again. Then it stops again. <laughs> Yes, then picks does, back up and then starts heading into Act Three, and it you're does. like, <laughs> and it was so out of place. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> um, that final villain, yeah, I loved it. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't think it necessarily has to be the one, but yeah, a one. Like it doesn't like it doesn't have to be the villain. It could just be a one of those villains. Nah, I think that's the villain. You think? I, I don't think that's coming back. No, I don't know. The, mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't think it'll have to come back. Honestly, I, that's the thing. I don't. I don't think it'll have to. But I, I thought it was really cool looking. I thought the the fight was fun. Um, yeah. one thing. One more thing about plot armor. So nobody has it, right? Mm-hmm. She has all of it, and then everything kind of evens out, right? Everybody's fine until they're not. That's what got me. It was kind of like okay. a fake Game of Thrones, where where there's real danger, right? And sometimes your favorite doesn't make it, and that's okay because we'll move on. But to give all the plot armor to one and then none to others was kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of it weird. Was. It was. There was also, um, so there are post-credit scenes that you guys should keep an eye out for. And they're good um, ones. two of them. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. So just keep an eye on both of those because they're, one is significant, one is funny. So mm-hmm. just keep an eye out for those. Mm-hmm. But Steve, overall, what's your final thoughts on this one? Uh, just because I I physically got taken out of the movie, mm-hmm. and I didn't know why that happened, and I wasn't distracted, I, I have to go with the Kristen Stewart here. I, I oh, just okay. can't do the same thing I did for Black Widow. Yeah. Um, but don't get me wrong, though. I, it's so much fun. Yeah. It's very entertaining. But at the yeah. same time, it's just just something there that just kind of threw me off. And listen, I think, in my opinion, this is the best DC movie since The Dark Knight. Ooh, hefty statement. I mean, I can't think of one that, that I've liked more. I really can't. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I could see the argument for that. Yeah, I can't think of a single one that I've liked more. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move on then. Um, So, uh, I just want to touch base on something very, very quickly. And that is that uh, What If uh, on Disney Plus starts tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. How many episodes do we know? I think it's 10. But that was a rumor I heard early on. I'll have to double check on that. Um. But we've got What If tomorrow, and we've got Free Guy on Friday. Ooh, we also have the uh, Bad Batch 
finale on Friday. For real this time, oh, not gosh. for fake. All right. Man, can so I tell y'all something? Let me tell you something. Look, Filoni is amazing. <laughs> like, I just feel like you might get bored, like, going through the all the episodes of a season, but boy, does it culminate. We are going to get your thoughts on that next week. For sure. <laughs> I promise. It's we're just gonna so much. Some time. There's so much, dude. It's just we're gonna dedicate some time. I know, I know. Um, but we just wanted to make sure that our uh, viewers knew about that. Yeah. Also, I'm super pumped that Chadwick Boseman's voice is going to be in three episodes of What If. Yes. So very cool. That's just exciting. Man, I just feel like they've been plotting on us for so long. They have. They have. It's pretty crazy. Uh, all right, let me go ahead and get into the next story here, and it's kind of a big one. It is that uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, filed lawsuit against Disney. This was actually a couple of weeks ago, but we're just getting a chance to talk about it now uh, because she did not get all of the royalties that she was supposed to get uh, for, you know, Black Widow and its performance in theaters or, or whatever. Theatrical movie, right? Yeah. Uh, she had no money because, from Disney Plus. Yeah, when is that Disney what it is? announced... Pretty much. And when Disney announced that it was going to be on Disney Plus, they basically neglected to restructure her contact contract to account for what is coming in Disney Plus or... or how it performs on streaming mm-hmm. or to at least compensate oh. what she was expected to make, which is the additional around $50 million that she's missing out on, yeah. which if it was $50 million, I'm kind of pissed. I'm not getting $50 million. So yeah. that makes sense to me, <laughs> but um, this lawsuit is huge in, in, in entertainment and media. Um, this is not the last you're going to hear of something like this. Um, I know that HBO Max and Warner Brothers had to do a lot of sweet talking and restructuring to appease a lot of these people to justify the HBO Max releases. So basically, they had to pay a lot more money out of pocket for those movies on there. And I guess Disney just thought we could get away with it because pandemic which to a degree yes that's that's right there was a pandemic that is affecting your bottom line with uh putting it in theaters but at the same time nothing about black widow needed it to come out this what may mm-hmm. not necessary or not may july it came out in july, july. yeah wow yeah yeah did not need to come out could have done a full exclusive release Shang-Chi, that's not coming to Disney Premier Access. That's a theatrical eh, theatrical release only. Mm-hmm. So they kind of did... Where my money Black at? Widow. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. And you're seeing some other dominoes falls a result of this. Uh, Gerard Butler sued uh, for his Olympus Has Fallen royalties. Um, that was straight to Netflix, else. right? Uh, or close I think to one it. of them was, yeah. or or I think he was just sh- shorted on his contract <clears throat> mm. from his expected earnings or something like that. I see. But this is something that's going to 
continue to be a thing, not just with Disney, but within entertainment and streaming services and how well they perform, the fact that their numbers are so vague, that's just, it's going to be a bigger story. I think we're going to have to keep our eyes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's It sucks though, right? I mean, a deal's a deal, but it, it sucks on both ends, I think. It does. But at the same time, at the end of the day, like you're you're talking about the individual versus the corporation. Uh, she's right? a business too. She is. She definitely is. But at the you know, it is individual work. Sure, I see that. If your business, like, because she was a producer on this movie, if her as a producer was expected to make something like fifty million dollars yeah. on this movie, and she was shorted that because oh, lol, blah blah blah. You literally have movies coming out later this year that don't have the same premiere access limitation. Yeah. It actively hurt their box office because that movie was going to do monster numbers in the box office if you didn't have people divvying up their ties. Look at the same thing with um, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. It had disappointing numbers. By all metrics, they're saying, oh, man, D- Suicide Squad did disappointing at the box office because every and their, everybody and their mom has access to somebody with a password to get into HBO Max. That's not even counting just the straight up rips and bootlegs that are out there. Yeah, I mean, it, the it. thing about HBO Max is they don't even care. No. They don't even care that nine to ten people have my my mom's HBO Max <laughs> login. <laughs> yeah, because it's literally just like. We're building subscriber base. We're building subscriber base. Years down the line, this is going to bite us in the butt, and it's going to be just like cable companies where they're going to start nickel and diming us for extra passwords and higher definition qualities and all that other stuff. But for now, they got to get you in. They got to get you hooked. And the way that you do that is by giving people big, big movies Mm -hmm. at theatrical release for free. Is Dune still coming to this thing? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a tragedy. It is. Uh, Denis Villeneuve film yeah. coming to a streaming service? That seems ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want to clear something up real quick. Yeah. Uh, good points with Black Widow. I want to clear something up real quick. I watched on internet TV this weekend, you know, one of those channels. Yeah. The Matrix. Uh Right? Love it. Had a blast. Haven't watched it in years. And then right after that, The Matrix Revolutions 2? Whatever. Is that Revolutions? Came Uh, on? Matrix uh, Reloaded. Matrix Reloaded. Okay. So Matrix Reloaded came on. A few weeks back, we were talking about the Matrix movie coming out this year. And I said, yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith is in it. That's weird. I did not remember that she was in these movies, man. (laughs) And you just kind of blew over it like, yeah, no, she's in it. And I was like, why? (laughs) (laughs) You know why I remember that? Because uh, you clearly never played the Matrix video game where her character is like a prominent role. No, I did play it. Well, then what? I don't, man, I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't. It just blocked it out wow. for some reason. I just thought that she was a new addition. Like, oh, that's weird. Jada Pinkett Smith. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. I also watched RoboCop <laughs> 2 this weekend. RoboCop 2 is RoboCop 2. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. 
Uh, Robocop Three has a jetpack. Yeah, no, I don't. Wait. I don't. I don't even think I've watched that more than once because gotcha. reasons. Well, there's one last uh, news story I want to get into. Oh, sure. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, I'm talk talking about, about my uh, something else. No, Matrix no, fine. revelations. Fine. My Matrix revelations. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, y'all, for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the last little bit is that uh, Sony actually purchased Crunchyroll from mm. AT and T for uh, one billion dollars. That's a lot, man. That yeah. What does that and mean? Crunchyroll, what does that mean for those subscriptions in uh, streaming? Sony to have a larger subscription base, um, they're, I think they're going to fold it into fold it into Funimation what they already own. Mm-hmm. But they get to have a larger subscription base to kind of pull from. I don't know why Sony is building this giant anime catalog, but they are. My hope is that they improve the UI on Crunchyroll because mm. a lot of times it's atrocious. So, how, why do we? How is that even acceptable to have a crappy know, ask, UI? Ask Amazon Prime. Literally yes, the worst. Worst. The absolute dog. Well, I can't say that because I don't navigate like Voodoo and Crackle and. No, those are so much better. Those are so much are better. They? Yeah, I'm constantly on Voodoo. Uh, yeah, this is the worst. Amazon's the worst. When it doesn't even put seasons in the same place for TV shows, ridiculous. Amazon slash LexCorp Prime is literally like put money into something and then don't care about it or take care of it. Yes. Or even promote it. Do they even promote it? Uh, you know, I think they just promote it with barely barely promote it with the uh subscription yeah yeah i don't know depressing anyway uh we've got a couple minutes left and there is one question i want to ask you okay all right you ready i'm ready would you be okay would it would you consider it a good thing if Street Fighter was real. <laughs> <laughs> like the World Warrior Tournament. And I guess. What is the know, ultimate prize for a Street Fighter tournament? I was going to ask you because I feel like you're a bigger Street Fighter guy than I am. <laughs> I don't even know you don't what know? it means. I know that um, in like the, the, the heel faction, right? I feel like it's some kind of world domination, but that doesn't make yeah Shadow Lou. <laughs> I feel like it's some kind of world domination to the tune that we need to send in special operation forces from all over the world to stop it. But I don't, I don't really feel like that happens. I don't. I just don't yeah. feel like there's world domination if you beat it with Bison. There's really not. But how does how do how is it that dudes fighting in the street, literally fighting in the street, yes, in front of crowds or bathhouses, or bathhouses or airfields? I was gonna say naval bases <laughs> or airfields or wherever the hell Guile stage was. How does that lead to one then being the emperor of the world? Is that is that the goal? You know, I 
Whenever I think about Street Fighter, I always think about how cool it was that opening title sequence in music with that overhand right that that dude throws in that little <laughs> animation thing. And I'm like, well, where are those characters? Like, what? Yeah. Where are they? And what happens now? I mean, you've literally got mutants, right? right. In this tournament, but we don't know the stakes <laughs> ultimately. You've got mutants. You got whatever the hell Dalzim is, mm -hmm. which is like yoga, but he straight up has power. Actually, a lot of these people have power. Yeah, just straight up. Yeah, like these people can throw fireballs from their hands. Yes, and they can flaming uppercut like a mini sonic boom that he can throw at people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or reused Tatsumaki Simpiaku. Yeah, I mean, which... so these people are superheroes. Otherwise, right, they wouldn't like, be fighting superheroes in other Street Fighter games. So, a answer me this question. Maybe we need to have a Street Fighter expert come on mm. at some point. Because I... How does... How do you get chosen to be in the World Warrior Tournament? Can anybody just show up? I, that's what I, I think, think so. That's what I'm saying about so those too. two guys. That, you know, they're just bare knuckling it. Like, there's no dragon right. punch. There's no fire. They are literally just punching each other in the eye sockets. Swear to God, if I walk into a street and they're like, hey, I want to fight in this tournament, and then freaking 12-foot-tall Sagat <laughs> walks up. It's a, or Vega. I'm or done Ve here. Hold up. No, hold up. Y'all told me we was just fighting. That dude has Wolverine claws. <laughs> And he flies. And he's, wearing a, he's wearing a mask, so he doesn't have to show his face. He does when a he flying the suplex. Yeah, <laughs> like that's his move. Or Zangief shows up, and Zangief looks like murder is his intention all the time. His lips are doing like this, and his eyes are bugging out. Like yes. he just did a line of freaking. Coke and what does a together. punch from me do to him? Nothing. You break your hand. <laughs> it shatters upon impact with his metallic flesh. <laughs> and then he jumps 40 feet in the air and pile drives you on the concrete. Yeah. What? And you think you can take it because you just saw another guy that he fought before you take that and then get up and keep fighting. Oh, I guess that doesn't hurt not, the way he landed not, on no. Look, if somebody can catch your ass on fire with a punch, that's a problem. Right. right. <laughs> At some point, your brain just shuts off and you're like, well, that, I mean, that's not murderous fire. That's not like real fire. That's fighting fire. It's the fire that... <laughs> Fighting when it fire. It's a cool effect when he gets his. It's like CGI. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> and we're just then talking like, about like those base characters too. That's, that's right. We're not even talking about even talking like a freaking. About. What do you do when Gale shows up? You, how do you process Gale? You don't. Like, you don't. That dude is that dude is red and blue. He got long blonde hair. What? He's got <laughs> angel wings. Oh, half of him does fire powers and half of him does ice powers. Mm. He's also 12 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they can't exist, right? Like that. 
No, no, no. They exist in this world. Okay, so I, they if exist. Street Fighter's coming over. Where... Street Fighter's coming over. All of it is coming over. We're not. We're not picking. We, got, we can't go by the the different numbers like alpha. We can't because like, those are much more tame people there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, is alpha? T- have you seen Hugo? Oh yeah. Also yeah. Twelve feet tall. Yeah. I guess wearing, so. A pink leotard and or something. Here's Spandex. here's another question for you. What do these world warriors do in the off season? Other than uh, Guile and Chun Li, who we know are some kind of special agents. I mean, does Ken what does he do? Does he go back to his used car sales job? No, honestly, like I assume all of them have regular life because they they've mentioned all of them have day jobs. Yeah, Dalzim just goes and studies somewhere. You know who I'm legitimately worried about? Ryu, because mm. he just looks for that the dude, fight. He just he looks wanders the earth. He wanders the earth for fights, <laughs> which means which means at some point he fights regular people. Yeah, yeah. Just outside of whatever grocery, and that's clear because that's what happens in the game. It does. <laughs> so he's in he's in the British train station and he's just beating up on Carl from just, accounting. Just beating Carl. <laughs> Cause a lot of people would look at Ryu and be like, I'm not fighting that. But then you got that one dude you, who's had a couple of drinks yep. that's absolutely going to fight Ryu. And they're also in the game. Cause they are literally drinking and standing back and cheering. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. dude is next. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. Would you... Okay. So, if you're watching a Street Fighter fight, obviously it's incredible. You're seeing superpowers and you're seeing... Do you stay and watch that fight to the end? I I think that I would be some sort of accomplice if I stayed. Like, because people are throwing fire at each other. Yeah. Someone's dead at the end of that. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) But also... There's a high probability you get hit in the crossfire. Like, I know it's a 2D game. <laughs> right! You're right! <laughs> you just go stand there and hope you don't catch a fireball. But when Ryu, like, goes, Tatsumaki Simpyak! He mm. makes a tornado with his feet. He does. And he propels himself forward. Oh, and, yeah, I don't I don't know how people don't get caught up in the whirlwind of of what is happening. Okay, Of heels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sagat, we oh. all know Sagat throws out Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Like he he does that constantly. Mm-hmm. Those are they don't hit all the time. No, right? they just Sometimes keep going. They jump over them. Yeah. I don't I don't want to feel that. I'm Mm-mm. a regular person. I mean you could just be walking down the street blocks away. Yeah. Hit by two tiger. Balls. What if one tiger, <laughs> two tiger balls, or one Hadouken? <laughs> what if one misplaced Hadouken shatters all the bones? In your <laughs> like it probably <laughs> would, because <laughs> you don't have Street Fighter durability to be able to. Block because I'm that. just trying to get home for dinner because my wife is making meatloaf, right? And now I got to deal with your Hadouken. You're also not gonna know to dodge it necessarily because. <clears throat> You just saw the guy block it with his forearm. Ooh. You're probably going to be like, oh, I can't <laughs> shattered. Also do that. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind the fact that that guy is, can punch a car 
into its frame, like literally destroy a car with his bare fists. So, and, so the only one of those powers that makes any kind of sense to me is because we know a dude who does that. And that is that bird kick. From <laughs> am I right or am I right? No, I mean, you're absolutely right. I, uh, I've seen this thing and I was shooketh. Like, I yeah. don't know what I would do. Yeah. No, I mean, you're going to see it in person and you're going to be like, it's going to happen so fast you're not going to process it. You only think it looks more impressive because you saw someone take a picture of it still. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of a fight, your brain's gonna be like, "He didn't do that. He didn't just do that." <laughs> that dude just kicked me in the head thirty-two times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right, uh, and that's not even getting into like the really, really, really ridiculous characters. Yeah, like you know, if a Blanca shows up. Oh my god, what? that's a monster. That's a swamp yeah, monster. That's, that's a straight up swamp monster. What do you mean he has electricity coming? And he out? just like bites like, you? Yeah. He just chews on you? Yeah. That's not cool. I don't I didn't sign up for blender? this. <laughs> yeah. Why does he have a blender? Ah, why does he have a blender? For what? What is that? <laughs> to show off his electric powers? I believed <sighs> you from the sparks that I saw. You do. <laughs> is that fair? That your body is electricity? Of course it's not. (laughs) And that your teeth are chewing? Vega has Wolverine claws, so... Yeah. So there's got to be a character in Street Fighter that has a gun, right? Um... Let me think. I keep seeing... I keep seeing, like, a cop character, but I think that was uh, Final Fight. I don't don't think there is. Maybe an alpha somewhere. I don't know. but But not that I can think of. Guys, let us know if uh, if you know of any Street Fighter characters that yes, please have uh, projectile weapons. <laughs> At least just to balance the fighting field. Yeah, I just imagine like okay, Mortal Kombat, right? Mortal Kombat had Striker. Mm-hmm. That was just a cop with some guns. Yeah, he was like, I'm also in this mm-hmm. tournament for the fate of multiple realms. Because here's my. Here's my gun and my baton. Because my pension isn't good enough. Nope. I sure did show up to this tournament <laughs> with, with my backwards hat and my chain. <laughs> my you, sir, over. are not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> we have got the greatest champions in Mortal Kombat history. <laughs> and Mark. <laughs> and... Mark? Mark? (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Look, he said he wanted to be in it, man. Just let him him do his thing. He still has Cheetos dust on his finger. I I mean, he he wants to fight some gods. So, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) He's had 12 PBRs and he said he (laughs) wants the smoke. (laughs) Apparently all of it. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Fight this demon that shoots ice. <laughs> Fight this demon that we summon from hell. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Wait, Mark one. <laughs> Literally, how Mark is a, Mark is a bad mofo when you get some PBR in him. <laughs> the quote is: "I've watched a lot of Jason Bourne movies. I don't know." Steven Seagal, 1995. <laughs> oh my god. Jeez. Uh, I feel like that's just Dan in Street Fighter. Just Dan. Just Dan. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. He tries to shoot a Hadouken. He tries. He can't. He can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> he tried it. Oh man. All right, we have exhausted this <sighs> Guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, as always. I said some PBR. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to laugh about this for the next 10 minutes. Oh, man. You can find us, uh, of course, on all of the different ways to listen to us. Obviously, Spotify, uh, Google Music, Amazon, Podbean. However you're listening to us, make sure that you are liking, rating, and subscribing. Tell your friends. And be sure to hit us up on social medias. We have a Facebook page, The Nerd Smash Talk Cast. Steve, how do they find you? How do they find the show? You're going to find The Nerd Smash Talk Cast on Twitter, at NerdSmash underscore TC. And you're going to find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Steve L. Dub. That's right. And you can find me on Twitter, at LT the Fifth. That's L-T-T-H-A-F-I-F-T-H. And you can email us if you have any questions for the show or anything you just want us to know about. Uh, feel free to email us uh, nerdsmash.tc at gmail.com. Word. That is our show, guys. Uh, also, loved your comments about uh, werewolf, vampire, Frankenstein's monster. Loved it. I'd love to hear yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Appreciate you guys so much. And uh, as always, we're going to get you out of here with a holla, holla, holla. Holla. Holla, holla. Holla. Holla, holla, holla.